And we're back with uh, Survivor Hot Takes. Uh, it's me, Coach Drew, a.k.a. the Eric Cardona cosplayer, because uh, before I get to my guest, that's kind of segues to my guest, um, I play a lot of online Survivor games. And one game I played in, I was very much talking about how Eric Cardona is the greatest jury speech ever. Fight me, blah, blah, blah. And so I told everyone throughout the game, if I make it to jury, I'm going to dress up as Eric Cardona and get really drunk and ramble incoherently for five minutes about why a certain person should win. Um, and I did basically that. And uh, I had a nice maroon shirt. Uh, I had my, my pants. I didn't wear flip-flops. My feet weren't in the screen, so it was fine. Um, today, we are talking about Natalie White. And I am joined by... Hi, I'm Travis. Um, Drew and I know each other through the online Survivor Gaming community. And a couple questions. One, why are you a Natalie stan? I love Natalie. I think that she's incredibly underrated. Um, I think that her social game is one of like the most top tier that you can think of. Um, I don't think she gets nearly enough credit for it. Um, and I think that she showed a lot of agency throughout the entire time. Um, so I, I, I would like you that say that that's your survivor hot take? I do think that I, I think it's becoming more common knowledge now that people are like looking at Natalie and being like, she wasn't that good in challenges. No, she, she wasn't a very strong strategic threat, but she did, she had a masterful social game on the season that required you to have a perfect social game in order to win. Yes. And that's what she did. I, so I agree. And that's why we're here to talk about part two of our five part, a win is a win series. We're talking about Natalie White. Now, I'm not going to sit here, and I don't think Travis is going to sit here either and say Natalie White is one of the greatest winners of all time. Like, Absolutely not. Let's, we're, 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 we're keeping this. We're, we're, we're being serious about this. Now, me personally, I have her lower tier, but as everyone knows that watches this, I don't consider, I don't consider any winner to be bad uh, in the history of Survivor. So I think I have her like 39th or something. But I still think that she did things more than just the Eric Cardona vote, which was briefly touched on with me and Phil last week. And we're going to get to that. And I'm hoping that with a big Natalie fan like Travis here and me with a little extra insight, we can kind of open more people's eyes to the fact that just because Natalie wasn't finding idols and... Uh, making big moves and all this other stuff that people feel like they have to do now, that it doesn't it doesn't make her win bad. It just makes her win less flashy in the eyes, uh, like in the grand scheme of wins on the show. So, going into Samoa for you, what, what were your opinions on Natalie? So, I didn't... I, I watched it live. But I don't think she got a confessional until like episode four. So yeah, um, I like I saw her. I was like, oh, look at her. She's so cute. I like her. Um, but of course, I mean, it was bombarded with Russell. And I'm not going to trash talk Russell. Like, I think Russell did an awesome job at what he wanted to do. Um, he lacked in one area that Natalie completely like picked up on. And she picked up on it really early. Um, but I remember because I've watched every season of Survivor Live. Like, I, I think I was seven or eight years old when I watched season one with my family. Um, but I remember watching 
this season and just thinking about it being it felt different like it felt like it was a shift that was about to happen with like survivor as a whole um and like looking back on that mindset now like it completely happened like there was a shift like people didn't need clues to find idols and like russell purposefully made production hide an idol when they weren't necessarily ready to yet or whatever um so he could go find it um i think that the cast some of it's good some of it's bad it's not the best cast ever it's not the worst cast ever um, they've had a lot of people come back they they have <laughs> they've had, they've had a good time and then they've had a few people that haven't came back that i i, I kind of want to see Brett. i want to see shambo cgi brett all right uh shambo, yeah that would be nice to see it would be nice to see shambo back um uh, i really liked jason um i like jason too yeah um Nick, and honestly i want to see natalie come back um i want to see how how she adapts to like this kind of like super super fast-paced gameplay now um i want to see if if she can kind of think on her own a little bit, because like, I mean, like we've seen the resurgence with Michelle. Michelle is my absolute favorite player of all time. She's not my favorite winner, but she's my favorite player of all time. Um, we've seen a resurgence with Sophie, who is one of my favorite winners of all time. Um, like we've seen a lot of these players now who kind of had a like shaky reputation or less than silly reputation. And now it's more, I get it. And that's what I, I want people to see. Want. Yes. Yeah, and with I want Natalie. people to kind of see that with Natalie because she, like, she had agency the entire time. Um, and we're gonna, and we're gonna get to that. So, and I just want to briefly go back to your initial watch of Samoa. Then, who were you? Who were you rooting for? Slash, who did you think was actually going to win? I so I was rooting for Brett mainly. Um, because I I like the arc, like I like underdogs. I like um, more of the under the rudder players. I'm not necessarily a control person, um, and I'm a social person. Like I, if you can play this game socially and you can get to the end based on a pure social game, and you don't have physical prowess and you don't have strategic prowess, to me that's really impressive. Um, I don't. Or I think the only thing that's more impressive is a complete physical gameplay. Like if you can get to the end on a pure physical gameplay, that's awesome. Um, so Mike Holloway. I, like I, I like Mike too. I, I really yeah. like Mike. I think Mike is another person that's kind of gets lumped into the bubble of people who are really, really underappreciated. Um I was kind of upset he wasn't on Winners at War. Um replace Ben with him. I would have been fine with that. I I was hoping. I was hoping <laughs> did not want to see Ben back and kind of still <laughs> don't want to see Ben back ever again. Completely good without it. Okay. Um, but I feel like Samoa, like I like Shambo a lot too. Um, I did never like Russell. Not not from the moment he started, I didn't like him. Um, yeah. Can I can I cuss? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. So like the moment the moment he like called it the dumb bitch alliance, I was just like, no, no, like dumbass dumbass girl alliance. The, yeah, the dumbass girl alliance. Thank you. The, the moment he called it the dumbass girl alliance, I was like, no, I'm done. I'm checked out. I'm I out. can't. Yeah. I don't. No, I don't. I don't like that. Um, the moment that happened. I was just like, okay, like I can, I can look past him being very controlling. I can look past him being um, lying about Katrina and lying about or and burning people's stuff and pouring out the water. Yeah, okay, I'm um, like whatever. He's a every, every cast a dickhead. I grew up. Oh, in my family's from Mississippi. <laughs> I um like I was in Mississippi for Katrina. Um, all of that happened. So when I saw that, I was like, 
I get why you're doing this. I don't have to like it, but I understand why. Um, do I, I think Russell played a fantastic strategic game. Um, and I, I mean, it's clear why it's the Russell Hamm show. It's clear. Um, he's very personable on camera. You get drawn into him if you like that style. Um, I just, mainly what it comes down to. So I, I was never rooting for him. Um, I was hoping, honestly, anybody but him would win if he were to make it to the end. And like when he did make it to the end, I was like, who's so Nick? Nick? I, I was so like, Nick? Nick? <laughs> um, and I was like, yeah, my Natalie, like my girl Natalie. I've always been drawn to girls. Like when I was in college, even like I was in a fraternity in college, but I was friends with more of the sororities. Like I pretty much lived in a sorority house for two years. Um, like they brought back their sweetheart for me. Like I've always been drawn to girls who are like, okay, like quick, what are we going to do here though? Um, like just nice, sweet girls are the people that I've always liked to be around. And to see somebody that like, her do what she did how she did it um and then get a lot of trash talk about it like it's kind of upsetting but i mean again i understand it and i and, I that's, think I have... and that's why we're here it's yeah. to we're not like i keep saying we're not here to try to say that natalie's the greatest winner of all time we're just trying to sit here and say that a lot of the hate and the non-deserving win label and all that kind of needs to go away in 2021 not because of a gender thing or anything else other than the fact that to win Survivor means you had to have done something right at some point. Mm -hmm. you, you don't it doesn't just happen. Because even if, and I, I always go back to this whole rigged thing that people are convinced the show is, I'm like, even if it's rigged to the point where the production or whoever they want to uh, get to the final gets to the final, the jury still has to vote on it. And people are stubborn. Like, if you mm -hmm. tell someone, hey, vote this way, doesn't really mean that they're going to do it. And I feel like with Natalie, do I think that she played a top-tier social game, like you said? I probably wouldn't put her in the top-tier social game aspect. I would put her as a good social winner because she did use her social game to win. Um, but I think where what my my whole thing with her is, she she used the meat shield strategy with I don't I don't know if she was doing it on purpose or not, but she used it on her way to a billion dollars. She aligned herself with Feckless Mick, Jason, who seemed like everyone kind of liked him, and then Russell, who. They, I don't think they tear him apart as much as they do in Heroes versus Villains of Final Tribal, but like they do go after him a lot, especially Eric. Um, so I'll say that when I first watched Samoa, I was convinced Russell was going to win because of the edit. And I was like, oh yeah, there's there's no way this guy's not going to win because he's getting ten confessionals an episode, sometimes more. And then as the season started to progress, I thought, oh maybe Laura. I thought Laura had a chance. Uh, I knew it probably wasn't going to be Shambo because no one likes Shambo. Lynn mm -hmm. likes Shambo. Um, and then at one point I'm like, okay, maybe Jason. Maybe Jason's going to do it. He's going to sit at the end with like Russell and Mick and he, everyone's going to like him. <laughs> he left. Then it was like, okay, well, Brett. It has to be Brett. He's going to immunity his way to the end. So we get to Natalie, we get to Russell, and we get to Mick. And I'm telling you right now, I was convinced that Russell was going to win. 
And I feel stupid in retrospect because up to that point, people still kind of voted based off of who they liked, who, who, who was, who was likable. And in that situation, Natalie was clearly the most likable of the three. So going to her actual game, what can you speak to? I know you're going to probably going to touch on the, the Eric Cardona vote, but what else can you look at as points in the game where Natalie did something for the people that said that Natalie never did anything? So, yeah, I have, I have a few notes. Um, the first one is that sleeping arrangements in Survivor is like a really big thing. Um, who you sleep next to is a lot, like determines a lot of like, okay, like this person is possibly working with this person. She was sleeping in the middle of Galoo the entire time. She was getting information that Russell wasn't getting and she could relay that information to him and whatnot. So she had information control, um, which super important in this game. Um, she had strong, of course she had the strong emotional bonds with people that she built um, from pretty much the very beginning. Um, the prayer warrior to- thing with Brett is like, it's very <laughs> cheesy, but I love the, there. it's the coconut or whatever challenge. And there's, they like zoom in and she asks Brett if he's a prayer warrior. And he's like, yes. And so they like pray together. I'm not the most religious person, but I thought that scene was so adorable. It's like, wow, I really just like this girl just because she's just so, she's so innocent. Likeability is a big part of social strategy though. Like, you can get voted out just for being too likable, even if you don't realize that you're likable. And she used it to her advantage multiple times. She convinced Russell to take her instead of Jason when Jason was the stronger person in the final immunity challenge to take out Brett. Like she convinced him to do that. Um, she did a few things. Granted, I'm not a person that's like, I need to see your resume. I yeah. need to see- I think resumes are stupid, but that's, I already said last week, Will Wall, Will Wall, call me so we can talk about how you ruined Survivor with these resume bullshit. But continue. I'm not not a resume person. Like, if you have so much control in the game, cool, that's awesome. I'm sure that's a lot of work, but I want to know what information did you have? How did you get it? Where did you get it from? Like, that's the type of thing I care about in this game is information flow. Um, Because, cool, like, if you have all of this control over people... But if you're using bully tactics with it, you're not getting respect from people, which is what happened. If you're being rude to people, you're not going to get respect from people. And that's what happened. And she picked up on that very, very quickly. I think that she had agency the whole game, which is a that's a pretty big thing to have. Like she knew it was day like 12, 13, 14, somewhere along those lines. Very early on, she was like. Russell thinks he can beat me if he takes me to the end. I'm going to let him think that, but I think I can beat him because he's definitely already rubbed people the wrong way. Agency is huge in this game. Like, If you can pinpoint how other people are viewing you with the people you're working with and the people around that, like if you can figure that out and have an accurate read on it, like she got the million dollar check. Like, she, and, she, and I feel like that's another misconception with this season is people will say, oh, Russell didn't start being a, a dick until halfway through the merge it's like well no you everyone you do see how he's talking to a lot of these people on the foe foe tribe right like especially the females on the foe foe tribe mm-hmm. he, he's talking to them as if he is above them and yes 
even if the people that he's talking to don't acknowledge it then, they, they're not dumb. They're not dumbass girls. They understand that this person is talking to me this way or this person is talking to all these other women this way, which means he might come talk to me like this. And I'm just going to, you know what? Please talk to me that way. As long as you trust me, we can go as far in this game and maybe, maybe I beat you at the end and maybe turned into a definitely. And like you said, you know, she had that confession. It was pre-merge, right? Yeah, it has been. I'm pretty, it was pre-merge. Yeah. I'm almost positive it's pre-merge. Like, I don't remember the and exact episode that. or anything. And she's sitting on the, I'm pretty sure she's sitting on the rock. It's on the rock, she, yeah. More, yeah. And she says that, and obviously every other time I've watched the season since then, it's like, yep, there it is. The first time I watched it, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, whatever. Um, but I think that she doesn't get in, a, enough credit because we learn so little about her in the season. Like we don't know, we don't know anything about Natalie. I still, I don't think that we still know anything about Natalie. We know everything about Russell. She and, she fell off the face of the earth. <laughs> yes. Like, well, but even within the realms of the game, like we didn't know, we knew that she had an accent. Uh, and that's pretty much pharmaceutical sales or something, right? Yeah, and it it just kind of ends there. Um, we never got her insight on a lot of different things that would have been great. I think the 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 most we hear her speak besides Final Tribal is when Eric goes home, and I think that's another reason that people always pinpoint that. Oh, yeah, that's the only thing Natalie White ever did besides kill a rat was she got Eric Cardona voted out, and like. Yes, but that's also because she was, if I remember correctly, she was featured more heavily that episode than she was in others. So I'm not saying she was, like, getting Russell-type confessional counts in the episode, but... Well, and, too, like, people are mad at Natalie because they didn't know about Natalie, right? Why are you mad at Natalie when that was the construction of the season? Natalie didn't... Natalie's not a part of production. Natalie's not the person that's sitting here being like, hey, put this confessional of me in here and this one in me here. Decrease mm-hmm. some of Russell's. Like, if I think that this season is, if it had a re-edit where they could just sit there and be like, you know, give Russell, I, I forget, he has over 100 confessionals. Like, I, think I think it's 108. I'm pretty sure it's 108. It's, if it's I a, remember that off the top of my head, I'll, I'll feel really happy about it. So keep it's going. absurd. But take away 20, 30 from him give 20 more to Natalie and a few more to other people, like you still have Russell being the person you want him to be. You get Natalie to have a more developed storyline and you can grow with Natalie because Natalie does grow within the season. Like she talks about like killing the rat and everything. Like that's something she never thought she could do. Like, like it may be small, but like still that's growth. Like you give more of that to her. Like then all of a sudden, it's not Natalie is this bottom tier winner. It's Natalie is maybe like the higher end of bottom tier winners. Yeah. I don't think anyone's ever going to put Natalie as like one of the greatest of all time. Or no, even, if her, even if her edit is, even if she was getting 108 confessionals in a season, I well, don't no. think we were going to look at her that way. But I do think, and it's and that's the problem. That's the only thing that I have issue with with Heroes versus Villains. Which, uh, I'm right now. That's like the next season in my rewatch. I mm-hmm. feel like it's going to end up dropping out of my top spot, which has been in for like ever, because it is basically the Russell Show Part Two, and 
Sandra is the, the, the victim there in the situation of like, yes, yeah, like Sandra, like we do, we are shown more of what Sandra tried to do at least in that season, but it's still very much the Russell show. So I think if you re-edited 19 and 20 and just cut his confessional count in half, he would still be the highest confessional person on both seasons, probably, if I, if I remember correctly. I, I but, think so. I'm pretty positive, yeah. But we would still know what Natalie thinks about things and what Sandra thinks. Even in her few confessionals she got, we knew what Sandra was thinking. But more Natalie, we, we learn what she's thinking. We learn how she feels about Jason and Mick and Shambo. I think those are the only other three in the that real tight alliance. I know it's the 444, but it was Shambo too. Um, we'll see how she kept, uh, she built this relationship with Brett and how she, when that, when the, the merge happened and she built that relationship with Laura and uh, Kelly and Monica, like she had better relationships with all of the Galoob members than Jason, Brett, or Russell. She probably had better relationship with the Galoob members than Brett had, but they were probably always going to vote for Brett if he had said at the end. But I feel like oh, yeah. Natalie, like what we were shown, it was, it looked like Natalie was putting the time in to not antagonize these people. And I think, I think the the the, I think it was the vote out where Kelly got idled out. And either Natalie or Jason said, you know, we're one big tribe now. We're 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 a merged tribe. And Jeff was like, I don't know. It looks like it's still all these galoo against four 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 four. And I'm like, don't blow up her game. She's sitting here saying, <laughs> oh yeah, we're all we're all in this together. We're we're, we're all friends. I'm like, that's the type of stuff that you have to say. So that even if they pick off Jason, Russell, and Mick before you, you still have three rounds to find your way in and do what you need to do. Now, that didn't happen because of things that Russell did, but that's why I feel like she got the majority of the votes at the end was because of those relationships through that early merge when Russell was doing all his stuff. It was like... Okay, but I can talk to Natalie. I know Natalie's probably going to vote me out, but like, maybe I'll try to vote her out. It's social game is the most important aspect of the game. I will always say that, especially with this series. Any winner that I talk about during this five part series, I will talk about the social game because that is what social game is. What wins ball games? It, it, it is. It really is. It really is. And I think that that it's the most underrated aspect of the game too, because you can't like, you can't put it on a resume. Like you can't just be like, okay, well this person built relationships with this person. Cool. But I mean like the entire game is built on relationships. So how do you sit here and like, I, I built, how do you qualify, quantify like a better relationship with someone? Like how they vote for you at the end of the day, if they vote for you, you had the stronger relationship and correct me if I'm wrong, Natalie is tied for having the most votes for a female. I think she's tied with Kim and, is it Sarah? For winners. Probably Sarah. Um, I think it's seven for them both. Um, so like she did Sarah. do stuff right. She, let's go to the spreadsheet, uh, not the spreadsheet, the, uh, the notes. Why do I keep so many notes? All right, so we have Natalie with seven, seven votes. And we have uh, Kim with seven, 
And Sarah was seven, yeah. Yeah, so like she's tied with them and I'm not like I'm not gonna compare her game to Sarah Kim, but to, to Sarah or Kim. I mean I, I think I mean I don't think I think Sarah's a bit overrated. That may be a hot take. That um, you should have started with that. Sorry, I probably should have. <laughs> um, I think I think Sarah is a bit overrated. Um, she did so terrible her like so terribly her first season, and like I think she had the best bounce back out of like any winner probably like the the second time around. Um, I I put Cochran in there as far as bounce back. But Cochran, Cochran always Cochran had the knowledge. Cochran always fair. had that game like in his head. Like he he just I think he didn't know how the social side of it was going to really work. He let Coach bully him into flipping. Like, um, and then I mean Kim like Kim is the goat. Kim is one until two, Tony until three. Tony won. Yeah, until Tony won the second time, I had Kim as like my greatest winner ever. But um, I think I think Todd's my number one still. I think Todd very underrated I, winner. Yeah, underappreciated. Still hasn't came back. Completely understand why he hasn't came back, but. Um, so yeah, keep keep going with the. I, I cut you off with your point, but seven seven votes, yeah. Yeah, so like she like that's how you can qualify. Like, okay, how strong were your relationships with someone? If they vote for you in the end, that's how you know how strong that relationship was. And yeah, she got seven votes. It wasn't like this was a narrow margin where like she won by. Um, and also too, like I've seen videos where Russell now himself is kind of coming around. To being like Natalie's not the greatest winner ever, but she did have a very good social game. Um, so like I think that it's starting to be more um, culturally normal, I guess to say is that like you know maybe she actually did legitimately win because while Russell did have the meat and the muscle behind a lot of things and a lot of the, the outward strategy that we saw, she still had like the relationship aspect down. Um, which is I compare it to Amber. I compare it to Amber from All Stars, because that's legitimately just what happened. It was like, yeah, mm-hmm. let's align herself with like the biggest dick on the season, and maybe the jury will give them credit for being strategic masterminds, or maybe they'll give us credit for being social masterminds. Whatever, whatever word you want to throw in there. And in both situations, they've given it to the social player. How many times has an unlikable winner won? against non-unlikable winners, like other than Tony. Um, and I, I'd say I more so like Tony and um, winners at war because like Michelle's likable, but I mean, Michelle was never going to win that. Uh, where the unlikable went over the likable. Uh, I, based off what I'm looking at, never. <laughs> yeah, um, so yeah, maybe, I mean, I think. Even in Thailand, like, if you had to pick and choose between Brian and Clay, I probably would have picked Brian. <laughs> so. But Brian also had, like, Brian's a terrible person and an awful human being. Like, I'm not going to say, like, he's this awesome person, but, like, he had charisma and he had charm. Like, he used yes. he used the car salesman tactic and it worked for him. So, like, yes. like and even then, though, you're picking between the which of these three unlikable people is the most like uh likable out of the unlikable like natalie was likable from day one like she just didn't get a lot of screen time and i think that's the biggest downfall and i think with her not getting enough screen time and then russell becoming the legend that he has become and even jeff 
like talking down on Natalie and talking more about Russell and even saying as far as like, well, like Natalie shouldn't have won. Like he said stuff like that. Like that's going to affect public opinion on her. And like, this is you're like, you're the host of the show. Like you should have a little bit of agency. Stop picking favorites, Prost. Yeah. Like, I mean, it happened. Chris Doherty is another one that like it happened, but he was like, I don't think Chris Doherty should messy, have won this. Messy, messy. <laughs> Vesepia was like, oh, well, Vesepia's kind of boring. Oh, yeah. I've, I've watched like, it every reset. Marquesas is my least favorite uh, season or like location or whatever. I'm like, oh, I wonder why. Yeah. And it's I, like, I know why. I, I know you're the host and like you're your own person and everything, but like you have to have that level of, like cognitive, like projection, I guess. Like, see, how is this, like, how is what I say going to affect? things and like i think i think a lot of natalie is the edit and a lot of natalie is the public perception of her from jeff and from russell like i watched back um like on like good morning america or whatever the the day after natalie wins they like call natalie and call russell and then it's like still about natalie winning over russell and russell losing over natalie and whatnot it's like be happy for Natalie. She won. Why, like, stop making this extra drama outside of the game when the game has already finished now. It's already over. Uh, yeah. Like, she got a lot of it. And I'm, I'm like, if I was Natalie, too, like, if I'm sitting here getting told all of these things, getting ripped to shreds, why would I ever want to associate with this? Like, why would I ever yeah. want anybody to, like, come back and, like, or to come back and have any sort of relationship? And I think she, like, she came back twice, maybe, to, like, a re- yeah, I, I've seen I've seen her in like a couple of pictures with like old cast members, but that's as far as it like she's not. I don't think she's on social media. She's um, not. I've tried and, to find and her, I would, and I wouldn't be either. And that's and we're gonna we're gonna say this and we're gonna uh, start to wrap up. But like that's why I love the fact that Michelle and Sophie came back for forty. Is mm-hmm. like they they I feel like the two of them, the Sepia, Natalie, uh, Jenna Maraska have all been put in the same group. Fabio. 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 Dr. Bob. Fabio. <laughs> They're all put in the same group. And I love that the two of them were able to show like, hey, this is this was not a fluke. This is what you missed in our season because Aubrey was getting all the screen time or Russell was getting all the screen time. We know what we're doing out here. Or we know how to build relationships. Um, but yeah, other than that, uh, we're going to wrap up. So where, if you were to rank all of your winners, where would you have Natalie? Probably like low, uh, wait, high thirties. I would say like between 36 and 38, somewhere around there, maybe 35. If like, I'm a, I like her personality and I like how she used her personality to win the game. Um, and I think that that is something that's not attributed so much because like, I mean, when you look at like winners, people always put like Chris Underwood down at the bottom. People always put, um, Ryan. yeah, like I, I get it, but like, it's a lot of the social people, like people will sometimes put Michelle towards the bottom too. And I'm like, what does resume something? look like? It's like yeah. It, I, I don't care. I don't care. I don't, I don't, because it's also to me, it's equally as impressive how you maneuver being on the bottom and Michelle maneuvered not once, but twice of being on the bottom 
doing what she needed to do successfully. Um, one more successfully than the other, but still, like, what, she's now what the only winner to not be voted out. Like, that's played more than once. That's right? played more than once. Yeah, that's played more wanted, than once. Yeah. Um, so, like, like even with like, I just love Michelle size and Michelle episode. Oh, I guess Jenna Raska, Jenna Raska wasn't voted out of All Stars. Okay, yeah, you can. I mean, she she quit with good reason. Like, I mean, I understand yeah. that. I'm not going to knock that against her. Like, that, yeah, that I, I was. No. I don't know why I even brought that in. Anyway, uh, I want to thank you for coming on. Uh, I know when I was trying to figure out who I was going to get to do the Natalie White thing, I think either you popped in my DMs or I popped in yours talking about it, and we kind of just said, hey, yeah, let's do Natalie White. Um, so I do appreciate you coming on. Um, thank you what so game much for having you, me. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> what, game are you, what games are you playing soon? that people could potentially spectate? Um, I will be playing in Swap Viver All-Stars. Uh, I came in fifth on my first time around in the game. It was my first org ever also. Super proud of it. Um, play a super loyal, honest game. Um, it's true. Yeah. So, I mean, I, yeah, I got, I got a... <laughs> uh, it was good, though. It was great. Uh, in Swap Viver, is pretty much... it's You have a swap every round until merge. Um, and, like, and where do we find Swap? It is on Discord. All right. So uh, we will, if, I will, uh, if you contact, not you, anyone out there, if you want to contact me, I can give you the details for that specific server. Uh, next week, I know I keep like mixing up who I'm talking about. It's all depending on who I can get to come on and talk with me. But we have three episodes left of this. I do want to touch on Vesepia. I do want to touch on Sophie Clark. And I do want to touch on one other person, probably a male winner. Um, I think the options are like Ben, Chris, Chris, or Mike Holloway. So um, I'm trying to figure out who I want to do for that that lat, for that the male one. Uh, but we have Sophie and Vesepia coming up. I'm excited to do that. Uh, thank you for joining me again, and we will see you guys on the other side.